0: An entitled customer gets furious with me and tries to rip a laptop out of my hands that we were selling at a pharmacy. Furious with me that they weren't getting exactly what they wanted. And as a result, this customer almost fights me and claims that they're gonna get me fired. And I've honestly never been more annoyed by an entitled customer in my life. Here's what happened. Last night, I had to deal with one of the most entitled customers I've ever had the displeasure of helping. So to start things off, I work at a pharmacy. We mainly sell food and makeup and we fill prescriptions, Obviously but we also sell electronics at a ridiculously marked up price. We keep a lot of the most expensive items behind the cash register in lock and key so no one steals them. I was doing my job as a cashier and an old couple approaches me. There are a lot of elderly who shop here in the area and I would say that most of them are rather friendly like 99% of the time. Unfortunately, the 1% still roam here and I could tell I was in for an inconvenient time immediately. As soon as the old man opened his mouth, he loudly inquired about one of our laptops behind the glass case specifically the specs like the RAM and disk space. I got the keys and took it out of the glass case. You see the thing about these laptops is that they're shipped to us in a plain brown box the most you would learn from the box is the model number, UPS, and the serial number. I could not help them without bringing out my phone and looking it up and that's something that my bosses don't really want me to do in front of the customers so I couldn't be of any help. In addition my phone wasn't even on me if I wanted to try and break the rules. The guy tells me to read the price tag and all I can get from that is the screen size and the disc space. And while it is something per se, it's simply not enough for him. He looks at me and says can you scan the barcode and see what the specs are? And I'm just thinking to myself no, please just ring it up in the cash register like everybody else. The woman then asked me if they can buy it and open it and then return it if they don't like it. And I explained that I can't do that. The store has a policy against returning open products, especially 350 Fifty-dollar electronics. And when I say this, they suddenly get irate. As if I'm the one who makes the policies and not just some hourly worker wishing they would just leave. I tell them, look, I'm just a worker. It's the head office that decides these things. I know it's stupid, but I can't do anything about it. Now, as I'm trying to speak to them, they just kept interrupting me. And this was specifically coming from the old man. Every time the lady tried to speak, he would shush her and then try to shush me. It was an endless loop of the same question. Asked with more aggression and confusion each time, like some sort of feedback loop. I had an idea for a second. I write down the model number so they can look it up at home and do research that way. I was quick on my feet with that one. Not too bad of a resolution here. That is, until this entitled customer tried to grab the box out of my hands aggressively. The absolute gall of this guy. Like I'm too incompetent to read a box, yet alone the lack of manners. I turn away from his grip and I say, no sir, you can't do that. These are behind the register for a reason. I can't give this to customers. Anyone could walk out of the store with it. It's a security policy, sir. And it was right about then that I figured out I was in harm's way. Me, the lone worker who must be making all these draconian and unreasonable policies. How dare I do my job? They thought this was a free country. The old man starts yelling at me. How dare you? I've been in this country for 50 years. I don't need a little kid like you accusing me of stealing. You think I'm gonna steal from you? How dare you? This is ridiculous! And he went on and on and on. He repeatedly cocks his fist at me as if he's gonna try and knock my lights out. Then he lowers it and then repeats the action again. So naturally, I start to get a little bit worried. He then tries to lunge at me to grab the laptop again. So I tried to explain these aren't my rules. These are company policies. And they surely are not personal. I mean, what else do I do? Then the woman starts squawking at me. You should be ashamed of yourself. First, you don't let us return such a thing? And now you're saying he's stealing? He's an honorable man. He would never do such a thing. What is the point of buying anything from you people? And, as always, came threats of me losing my job, simply for refusing to do things that will inevitably cost me my job. And now, everybody is looking at us. I don't blame them. What else are you gonna do when you hear such a commotion? But this guy was about to throw hands. I was seriously considering just giving them the laptop because it wasn't worth this hassle of being ganged up on. And I definitely don't get paid enough for this garbage. I pleaded with them that I would call my supervisor which I would have done earlier if they weren't giving me sensory overload. My co-worker already noticed the commotion and brought the supervisor over before I could pick up the phone. She asked what's wrong and the couple tried their best to paint me like a villain saying that I wasn't letting them return it or that I wasn't letting them inspect it and that I was accusing them of theft. My co-worker goes on to say that I didn't do anything wrong and that that's just our policy. I mean these guys were legit gaslighting me into thinking I was doing something wrong here for a second. They asked for the supervisor again even though my supervisor is literally right next to me and a lot shorter. They say to this couple, I am the supervisor and the couple's face lights up. I guess they were simply amazed that the short lady was the supervisor. Now, of course, my supervisor says the exact same thing that I told them and funnily enough, these two were actually capable of reasonable emotions using phrases like I understand and oh, I see and all with about the threats of physical violence. I was honestly astonished. To spray down the grease fire a bit more, she looked up the model number on her phone on the manufacturer's site. And as always, it was much cheaper on the site. So she just referred it to them and told them where to buy it. And surprisingly, they were both glad that they got what they wanted. With all my teeth and facial expressions intact, the same way that they were 10 minutes ago, they both left and thanked my supervisor for the help. And you guessed it, of course I got no apology. My supervisor flew them the bird on the way out behind their backs. She had already given her two weeks notice, so she had literally nothing to lose. Both of my co-workers tell me I did nothing wrong, but I was so very unreasonably shaken up, so I had to take a breather. This is yet another example of that classic retail trope. The first person you speak to just doesn't know anything, but the second person always does. Also, threatening minimum wage workers no matter how explicit or implicit said threats are, will always work out. But also, good co-workers will stand up for you and help you out in the wake of these threats, which can be hard to come by these days. So what's my advice to this lovely couple? Next time, go to some place like Best Buy, where they give you, I don't know, a warranty and a chance to inspect the item freely. This all could have been prevented if they were educated on what they were fighting for. Literally, an overpriced laptop from a pharmacy. Yeah, the couple in this story were completely out of line. There's no reason for them to talk to you like that, and the fact that this guy basically tried to rip this out of your hands and potentially steal it really is just an indication of how awful they are. And the original poster has it right. It's always the second person that seems like a genius when the first person in customer service doesn't give them exactly what they want. So just be glad that you have co-workers who had your back. They saw exactly what happened and they defended you against this weird entitled couple. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My boyfriend suddenly told me that in two months he's going to study abroad in France. And I feel so caught off guard and so frustrated and I seriously don't know what to do. So my boyfriend and I have been dating since October of 2021 and we've had a few rough patches in the past. We've always had problems with communicating and being transparent. I try my best to be as open as I can be and I feel like I do a decent job at it. However, my boyfriend rarely ever brings anything up and shuts down anytime I bring anything up. Two weeks ago, he randomly told me that he got accepted to study abroad in France. Although it would be just for about two months, I was never even told that he applied to such an opportunity. He told me that he applied back in January but didn't think he should tell me because he didn't think he would get accepted. I got really upset because this was said so unexpectedly and nonchalantly and he didn't tell me that he applied over three months ago. He told me he wanted to go on vacation with me since January when in reality he is most likely just going to France and this wasn't just any vacation but it was for my graduation and now I feel like I can't go because it's too late to ask any of my friends. A week after the news of the acceptance, I decided to bring up the topic again because I would like to know what to expect. Especially because if he was to go, it would be in a month. I brought up vacation and asked him if he made the decision to go to France or not. And when I did this, he shut down. And he got frustrated that the topic was even brought up. Eventually, he got even more frustrated with me and raised his voice by saying, You are pressuring me to make a decision. Fine, I am going to France. I got even more upset because I don't think I did anything wrong, and I do deserve to know what is going on. He has a semi-plan of what the France trip would look like, and I'm 99% sure that he will go, but I'm waiting to hear it from him. Because it was 9pm and we had to wake up early that day, he left to go home as I was still upset. It made me feel bad that he left me upset and didn't even give me a hug or a stupid pat on the back, just to make sure I'm okay before leaving. Ever since he left on Sunday, I haven't received a call from him, him or was asked if I would like to talk about it. He tells me that he is aware that he isn't good at communicating, but to me, it's just so unfair. I feel like he doesn't care or include me in the picture, and in fact, I don't think he sees the bigger picture at all. He texts me, and we are both pretty cold to one another. He wants us to have a normal conversation, but unfortunately, after everything, I don't know how normal it can be. That is, unless we continue to sweep everything under the rug and pretend nothing is happening, which I'm sick of doing. He's able to move Move on from unfinished and unresolved stuff, but I literally can't do it anymore. I feel like my bucket is overflowing at this point, and I seriously don't know what to do. This is definitely a rough situation. He just springs it on you all of a sudden that hey, I'm gonna be going to France for a little bit. Like, yeah, that would probably really upset me as well. Like, that's kind of a thing you want to know ahead of time, just so you can try and properly prepare for that inevitably happening. Like, it really does sound like he just does not communicate with you in the slightest. And you also don't sound like a team. Like his decision. Decision to apply for this and then not say anything to you at all like ever really seems like kind of a selfish decision, especially when you consider the scope of your relationship being a relationship. Like he literally didn't involve you in this and anytime there is a decision to be talked about, he doesn't want you involved. And that's like really annoying. I think I would go nuts if I had to deal with that. So hopefully this can get figured out between the two of you because your boyfriend really is kind of being toxic in this moment. And I think he needs to learn how to communicate with you better because otherwise it's just going to going to cause problems in the future. A server I work with accidentally took a credit card home from a customer and as a result another one of my co-workers is getting thrown under the bus for this mistake and it seriously seems unfair and I don't know what to do. So I currently work in an all-you-can-eat restaurant as a food runner and a server took a customer's credit card on accident a few days ago. At this restaurant we all share tips and any tip we get from the customers no matter how it's given must be given to the host which is then counted at the end the night. We get tipped out on our bi-weekly paychecks. No server is officially assigned to a table or section, so everyone pretty much just runs around and helps any table that needs help. On this particular night, we had four servers, a food runner, which is me, and a busser with no hosts and a manager. Servers were sitting and closing our tables whenever anyone was available. On this busy night, an 8 top arrives at around 7 30, and one of the servers insists on taking this table. This customer tends to side tip a lot, and this server server knows this, and this server in question also tends to steal side tips and has been caught before, but is always given a warning because he's been with the restaurant the longest. We'll call him John. That's not his real name. At around 845, the server that is blamed for all of this is frantically asking everyone if they had seen that table's credit card. Let's call her Jane. Jane is not her real name. Jane is looking everywhere and is in a panic. She tries to find John, but he clocked out and had gone home without telling anyone, which is a classic move for John. She calls John, but he doesn't pick up. She then calls the manager, but he just tells her to ask the owner in her office. Jane tells the owner everything, and she is furious. She tries calling John, but he doesn't pick up again. He starts texting me, why is the owner calling? And I tell him that we are looking for the 8Tops credit card, but he ends up telling me that he doesn't have it. I tell him to call the owner because she is furious. The customer tells us that they gave John the credit card before they sat down. The owner keeps calling and calling but eventually he picks up and is told to come back. The customers are waiting 30 minutes by this point and they are threatening to leave. All the while the server is telling the customer to please wait and the server is coming back with a card. While we are waiting for John, the customer goes up to the owner and starts yelling about walking out. The owner then starts yelling that you have to pay or we are going to call the police. But they end up walking out before John could get here. He shows up 10 minutes later with the card. At this point, John and the owner are trying to call their phone number from the reservation list, but they don't pick up and their card is declined when charged. The owner then turns around and blames Jane for giving the check late, but not to John. Today, I heard the owner look through the cameras and saw the customer had slipped the credit card with no cash into John's apron when they sat down. I don't know if he didn't notice or he thought he could side tip and try not to notice, but the owner is still blaming Jane for not giving the check earlier. Now, knowing the owner, I'm pretty sure they're going to try and make Jane pay for the almost $500 bill that they left. So honestly, whose fault do you think it is here? It just blows my mind that Jane is being blamed for all of this just because she didn't give the check earlier. I feel like giving the check earlier would not have helped with anything, and this all just seems incredibly unfair. The only people to blame in this situation are John and the owner. John for leaving early and not finishing up his table, but also the owner for not assigning server specific tables. Like, this is what happens when you don't do this correctly. If they had just had specific tables and allowed servers to get their own tips, this all could have been avoided. But now, because it's basically a free-for-all, and everybody can go pretty much wherever they want, this is what's going to happen. Things are going to get slipped through the crack, and there's not going to be any accountability. And the only accountability that's going to be found is whoever the owner can blame. And Jane just happened to be in the crossfire. And that's not fair in the slightest. Like, that really is unfair. John should be held accountable for the table that he waited on all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. My mother has been incredibly toxic towards my wife and now I'm at a loss on what to do. So I recently got married to a lovely woman in my current country of residence and my mom lives in a different country. She introduced herself to my wife a month ago via the phone. Now, for a little bit of context, my mother was a housewife her entire life since my father was able to provide for the entire family back then when prices were more affordable. In my current country of residence, inflation has forced both my wife and me to work full-time jobs Jobs just to meet our expenses, and we balance the household chores together. Out of the blue, my mother says that she wants to talk to the both of us. When my wife and I are on the phone with my mom, she randomly says stuff like, I used to polish shoes of my kids and my husband. I used to wait for my husband to come home after his work, and he would be so stressed out and I would calm him down. She goes on and on about how a woman should take care of the house while the husband is the sole breadwinner. I interjected my mother by saying that my wife works as hard as me her office and we will balance our lifestyle. To that, my mother rudely interrupts me, saying that her husband ran an entire office and then goes on to speak about my father's occupation without acknowledging my wife. Finally, my mom looks at my wife's picture in which she made a snide remark saying her makeup wasn't great and she didn't have to wear makeup as a natural beauty was best. Now, when she said this, this is when I was shocked and I saw my wife start to tear up. It was her first long conversation with my mother and this was right after we got married and she didn't feel welcome at all. I hate my mom for trying to relay her personal opinions as well as her life history as some kind of life lesson. Her lifestyle is unsustainable in this moment of time. I pacified my wife and I phoned my mother to understand what in the world was wrong with her. But she's unapologetic. She's my mother but I feel like she's so toxic. She's visiting next month and I don't want her to ruin the mood in our marriage. How do I set any kind of boundaries with my mom? What should I do? So, First off, I think you need to know that your mom is unapologetically rude. So I think you need to set some serious expectations from the get-go if you want to be serious about this. I mean, if I was in your shoes and my wife had just been offended in that way and had started to tear up and start to cry because of these comments, I would say to her, okay, let's get you a hotel that you can stay in. There's no way she's going to stay in my home in the slightest. And the extent of that visit is going to be a small visit at that. Like, I really am a firm believer that you don't need to put yourself in the path of toxic people. And that doesn't matter if they're family members, your mom, your dad, whoever. If they want to be toxic and they want to be nasty people to the ones you love the most, then congratulations, there's going to be problems and there's going to be consequences for them. So truly, in my opinion, if I was in your shoes, I would be supporting my wife in this situation. I would be reminding her that yes, you love her and that no, your mom is not going to get between you and her. Today, I messed up by letting myself get scammed at Walmart. And I honestly feel really dumb and I wish it didn't happen. So I had some random lady approach me in Walmart today asking to help her buy baby formula. As a dad and someone that was raised by an immigrant single mom who has to clean strangers' houses for food, this really hit home. In my mind, if she's willing to submit herself to the shame of asking strangers for help, the least I could do is indulge her and help. So we make our way to the baby aisle and she grabs three cans of the most expensive specialized formula. Of course, alarm bells are ringing at this point, but I'm still trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. I thought, well, maybe she's stocking up if she's really struggling and her baby may have specific needs. Then she asked for medicine and bottles and it made me think, why on earth does she have four of the same medicines? Whatever, I'm still trying to be compassionate and not judge. We saunter up to the checkout aisle and she's making me uncomfortable with how close she's getting. Now, I'm already on high alert at this point, so I'm taking precautions. First and foremost, I use a CRD that I know has a set limit as I see the price go up and down. up until we get to $300. Okay, I think to myself, this is clearly BS. I won't deny her the medicine, but I'm not getting all those cans. Mostly because I know my card's going to decline. It has a $500 limit. So I run the card and it declines. So I say that we're gonna have to pick what she actually needs. And when I say this, she begins to panic. So we take off two of the three cans of formula that she got and we keep the medicine and the baby bottles. As we walk out, she keeps asking for the receipt. Now, I I'm not about to give her the receipt, and it's on my phone anyways, so I let her take a partial picture of said receipt and only let her see the date and what she had specifically asked to purchase. It was obviously a scam, so I go back inside and I warn the employees. Suffice to say, I'm out about 200 bucks, but frankly, I'd rather be a gullible, compassionate idiot than some scam artist who tries to scam people in Walmart. Why on earth would you go through with that purchase? If you knew this was a scam, why would you not just be like, whoa, I'm not paying for this. Sorry, you're gonna have to find somebody else to pay for this. Like, there's no way I would pay $200 to somebody who I knew was going to try and scam me. That's just not going to happen. This seems like a really dumb way of handling this situation and frankly, I can't think of a better way to get back at this person than to publicly humiliate them at the aisle checkout. Announce to the store, hey, this lady's scamming me or something like that. It's obvious they were just trying to get the receipt so that they could return the items on another day, but like you shouldn't have even let them get to that point in the slightest. So next time, maybe be more vigilant with your money. There's no reason you should have helped this lady out in the slightest, especially when you knew it was a scam right from the get-go. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.